Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. See the evil problem around us. Save the earth. Save the earth. Save the earth. Save the earth. And the solution, stop pollution. Save the earth. Hey everybody, it's March 2020, and that means it's time for a new episode of Transform Squadron, a podcast by ZoneBase.org, which can be found at www.ZoneBase.org. It's in the name. Now, this month I had a few things to talk about, not a whole lot, just a little bit. First and foremost, Toy Lana is like two weeks away, and I'm excited. You know, I've got my backpack ready. I need to go through it and make sure everything's good. Make sure I got everything organized, you know, things I'll need, things I won't need. You know, maybe there's something left over from a prior con sitting in a pocket somewhere I should probably get out of there so it's not taking up space. That sort of thing. I've got a little thing of hand sanitizer, as always, on one of those little hangy carry-on attachy to your baggy little rubber things you get for them. Right there on it, as well as a backup little one. In a little zippered pocket because I don't want the coronavirus. But first and foremost, I'm a cleanly person. Even before the outbreak problem, I kept stuff on me. Regardless, I'm looking forward to the con. Really looking forward to it. I spoke quite a bit about it last month, so I'll kinda I'll kinda keep it simple this time. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing Sean, looking forward to seeing the gang there, Martin and Dusty. Dusty and I head up the Transformers panel, which as of this recording, I'm saying that because things change, the schedule isn't finalized yet, will be Saturday afternoon, I believe, at 5. Uh, when you get there, grab a copy of the schedule, take a look. If you're interested in seeing the Transformers panel, find a time. I believe it's going to be Saturday about 5 o'clock. Uh, I'm saying I believe because it's unchanged times a few times. If you look at the website, the schedule isn't finalized yet. Um, it, it probably won't be <laughs> by the con. It's just the way these things go. It's a very, this con has gotten very big in the past few years. We're at a new location this year. Uh, there's going to be a million and one things to do and probably five more things added to it after the start of the show. That's how big it is. That's how packed it is. You know, the panel's done changed rooms and times a few times now so as of right now it's saturday afternoon and that's a perfect time too that's the past two years we've been saturday afternoon around the end of the day and i don't want to say we've had a full house but pretty close to it and just great time to be had uh hope hope everyone coming out to toylana has a good time and if you don't come hope, hope you have fun doing whatever you're doing you know be good you know have a good life. Yeah, the kids say, I'm living my best life, and I hope so. So I hope whatever you're doing that weekend, you're having your best life. But if you're at Toy Lana, you're on a track for doing that. Now, one thing I talked about last 
over the last few weeks on zonebase.org, a blog about robots, monsters, and misadventures, in case you forgot, was the Scooby-Doo blind bag figures by Playmobil. Such a fun little line so far. That's all I've gotten. I haven't gotten any of the sets. I might be tempted to get the mystery machine. There's a cool set with Scooby, Shaggy, and I think a ghost. I might be tempted to get that one. Right now, my... My targets, my crosshairs, my aiming device is on the Playmobil blind bag series. These are cool. You've got an assorted amount of monsters. You got 12 ghosts. You know, you don't have the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. That would be perfect, but that's just not how the, the case assortment worked out. You got 12 different ghosts blind packed in the assortment. What makes this frustrating is, is there's codes. No one's locked this code down yet. It seems like you'll one guy. One guy bought a uh, bought a whole case of them. Went through, logged down the codes, everything. It literally only worked on like two or three people's findings. So the codes are out there if you don't want to gamble too much. But they're tricky. Playmobil is playing it hard and they're playing it fast. They're saying, "Hey, our name's Playmobil. We ain't playing around, y'all." Hold on, let me take a drink of this Hawaiian punch. Mm. Mm. That's delicious. I like the ocean orange variety of Hawaiian punch. I know lava burst orange high C is still available, but I can only get it in little juice boxes. And I have a monster thirst, y'all. I like to have a big old glass of punch. So this Hawaiian punch ocean orange is the next best thing. Now back to the subject at hand. The Playmobil Scooby-Doo blind bags are really cool. You got a blind bag ghost figure. Um, if you're not a fan of, of uh, Playmobil figures, you're probably not going to be a fan of these. But if you are, you're in for a treat. They also come with a sticker of said ghost included in the package. Now, it's intended for a poster available at toy shops, which carry this poster for free, from what I understand. That when you get your figure... You can put the sticker on there as a, count, a checkoff list. That's super rad. That's super awesome. I live in Georgia. I don't have shops having this poster. So right now, I've just got a pile of stickers, and that's super cool. I love, I love, I love, I love when blind package things come with things like a sticker of the character. That's, that's straight legit, y'all. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, if I bought a pack of muscle on a card, I usually get about three little keshis in the package. I don't expect a sticker. If I buy a buy, how do you buy something? Make sure you do it. If I buy something like a Keshi from a, a Gashapon machine, like a I find a Kanukaman uh, machine, and I put put my put my, my monies in there, and I get my capsule, my blind luck of the draw Kanukaman figure, I expect a sticker in that mofo. And that's how it goes, you know. There's a, there's a YouTube channel I follow. Don't ask me his name because it's in kanji and I don't know how to pronounce kanji. Um, there's no English translation uh, available. Whenever I try to translate it, I get nothing. Uh, his user icon's a cartoon ham. Um, all this dude do, does is Kanukaman. He goes to Gashapon machines. He buys uh, boxes of them, buys different collections. And his videos are him, you know, sorting his collection. And it's super cool. It's super interesting. And when he does the series, like I said, the blind ones come with stickers. And he'll, he has like a checklist he's made, like a little binder. And he'll put the sticker there by the figure and put a little stamp on it. 
And I'm like, man, that's super cool. If I was that organized, I might do something like that. But back to Scooby-Doo, they come with cool stickers. I love when figures come with cool stickers. Now, also included in the package is a sort of file card type doodle bob. The, the figures come with. It's like a clear little, little piece that the figure can hold and a sticker you put on it. And it makes the file cart of the monster. Assuming, assuming, assuming this is meant to be the files that Mystery Inc. would keep of the monster. But there's a dark side. But I'd like to think it's their business card. Like, you know, there's that like a convention. Oh, hey, Disco Demon, how you doing? Excuse me, it's Disc Demon, poser. Disc Demon, how you doing? Oh, hey, 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 Creeper, hey, what you doing here? And they just kind of exchange cards and they're like, they start talking business. You know, that's, that's how you do things. That's how you handle business. You walk up to an interested party, you present your cards, and then you start talking. And that's what these ghosts are doing. You know, they're like, they're at the monster convention. They're like slinging wares. There's some guy with a farmhouse that he's trying to take by illicit means. And he needs to hire a, a complete stranger that'll just be seen for one second at the beginning of the episode who turns out to be the monster. I'm your man. That's me, the disc demon. Want that farmhouse? Here I am. Here's my card. So that's what I'd like to imagine this little clear piece with a sticker. I love stickers that you put on to identify such as. But the figures themselves are great. Uh, recently, I, I try to buy only one or two a week because, like I said, the code system is a freaking nightmare. And, you know, you can fill the bags. You can be that guy. Stand there. Fill in the blind bags. It's like this. You're at Walmart, and you're I'm holding a bag of Starburst. Uh, uh, but this is this is a good sound approximation. Uh, you're at. It feels like it. I think that's a sword. And then about then, an old lady rolls her cartwheel and looks at you like you just committed a crime. Like, mind your own. Mind your own, all right? Saw what you saw. Yeah, I think I got this one. You know, that's what you're doing. That's what you got to do with the blind bag sometimes. And, oh, I don't know if you guys heard that. I put my bag of Starburst down. I have this little, little, little caddy I put things in. And I've got this little cheapo novelty fart machine. You push a button, it makes a fart noise. I bought it a few years ago. It was at Five Below. Thought it was hilarious. Now I kind of wish I didn't, and every time I put anything near it, it goes off. I don't know if the button's just worn out or it's just a cursed fart machine, and it's just the ghost is pushing the button when no one's looking. Anyway, that's what that was. But so that's what you're doing. You know, you got to fuel them up. You got to be like, uh, I think this is it. And what makes this frustrating is the one I want absolutely the most out of series one. I don't know if there'll be a series two. Sometimes you don't get a series two. One thing I want the most is the headless horseman. The headless horseman from Scooby-Doo is super damn dope. He is like, look it up, Google it. Look up the words dope. There's a picture of this guy. Okay. Whatever happened to the band dope? I mean, you can Google those guys and you got to actually specify metal band, late 90s, early 2000s. And you might have to put a song in there like, just got wicked dope. And then you get, usually get like Limp Biscuit first. Like dope, don't, they don't, they don't, what happened to those dudes? No, no. 
kind of like that just got wicked song anyway he's awesome looking uh just google him up take a look at the scooby-doo headless horseman he's super rad uh I don't believe he's from a regular episode of Scooby-Doo. He's from like one of those like little little movie specials they do. And he's just got this cool outfit and he has a pumpkin head on. Because as you know, the monsters in Scooby-Doo are rarely actual monsters. They're some dude trying to take the farmhouse by illicit means. You saw him for like a second at the beginning of the episode. That's the dude. There'll be all these clues. There's a, all these clues poked at... Nobody... Involved in the episode, these clues will ever point to. Do you think at, at some point, Velma would be like, hey, 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 guys, hey, guys. Who do we see for like a second in passing before we got here? And then Fred would be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find him. That's him. But that's the dude, right? But the Headless Horseman, he's got this jack-o'-lantern head. He's got this cool cape. This cool-ass little like outfit of the times. He just looks cool. He looks awesome. He looks rad. I want that dude so hard. Thing is, they pulled out some stops making this. They got they got Captain Cutler, the uh, scuba diving ghost, and you fill in that bag up. His helmet sure does feel like a pumpkin with a stem, and you know they got the uh, the snow ghost, who's like a, a ice yeti type monster. His head sure does feel <laughs> like a pumpkin when you're filling that bag. A couple other guys. You got the space kook. His cool space helmet feels like a pumpkin when you're filling that bag. Everything feels like a pumpkin when you're filling that, but you can fill in the Lego figure by accident and be like, yeah, I think that's it. So it's really hard to go by feeling to find this guy. So it's been kind of frustrating. But this line is like all aces. Like, you know, when you get a blind bag series line, you get a few that aren't as cool as other figures in the assortment, but even the ones that aren't so cool are still pretty dang cool. No, I mean, bro. I know. I mean, bro. You ever, you ever watch dog, the bounty hunter and like, he's just like, after he's chasing the villain down and they arrest him, And then he, and they're cursing him out. You piece of, I can't say these words on my podcast because I'm not hosted on my own network and Kilby doesn't like these such language, but he's like yelling all these things and they're beeping and they spraying them with bear mace, which is a little overbearing regular mace would probably do maybe a stun gun perhaps. And they're chasing them. There's like 50,000 of them. It's like one little dude that doesn't look like he's eaten in five years. And you know, he's on the crack. And they're chasing them down, they're beating them, and they're punching them, and they're spraying them. Stay still, you piece of crap. The guy's like, you're killing me. No, I'm not going to stay still. I just got an unpaid parking ticket. What is going on? And they're like grabbing him, and they're slamming his head, and they handcuff him, and they throw him in one of their 50 SUVs, and they go get that bail money of $100, and they're bringing him in, and they're like, that's when they decide to have a little talk with him. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm here for you. What happened, bro? The guy's like... Nah, I mean, brah. Ran in some bad times, brah. I'd be like, what are you wearing? What are, what, what are you guys wearing? It's like the year 2020. You're walking around, look like pirates and dreadnought. Like, I wouldn't allow you in a store. Do you stop and change before you go to Walmart? Because I'm pretty sure you get stopped going into Walmart wearing that dog. Like 50,000 stupid necklaces. How does he sneak up on people? Starting to feel that show's not real. Anyway. When you're when you're bounty hunting your bad guys, you know you gotta you gotta go by these codes. And there I am. I got my phone, looking through the code lists that I found. Not always being successful. 
and you know filling up these bags and this is frustrating trying to find him but regardless i'm getting all the other guys on the quest to get him so either way it's coming up all aces i got captain cutler the other day um cool looking dude i really wish the disc demon was in the set though i do believe that might be just the, the, the character's name is the disc demon i think that might be crossing the line for a a toy line intended for smaller children they probably would have to call him something like the disco phantom or something to cover it up but i always liked that dude he was like a bootleg gene simmons you know maybe, maybe that's another reason maybe he's too close to gene simmons that gene simmons would sue you know that guy is really protective of his property so i i would imagine he'd be like mm, that's no good and they'd be like gene you can't sing anymore stop it yes i can i'm from kiss that's how gene simmons talks i think and when he sings he's like Sounds like he's got poop. Anyway, that's who I'd like to see. I really want the Headless Horseman. Eventually, I'll get him. What's really cool about these guys is, if you know the way a Playmobil figure is structured, how it's shaped, how it's formed, you know it's it's kind of a generic body shape. They have snap-over pieces to approximate the way these ghosts and monsters look. For example, I love the Playmobil Ghostbusters, but that really lends itself to dudes in coveralls, you know, and then you have to put the backpacks on and stuff. These dudes, like, they're wearing costumes. So the costume pieces snap around the figure, kind of like pretender armor, or probably a better description would be, do you remember those? I, I think I actually did a post about this uh, last Halloween, that uh, ha Halloween uh, Ronald McDonald, uh, Happy Meal toys where you had ronald and birdie and grimace and stuff and they had snap over them costumes to make like ronald frankenstein and i think hamburglar was like a bat dude that kind of thing they're kind of similar to those uh so it's like a cross between that and a pretender armor snaps around the guy to make you know the ghost's costume and if they're a character that would be wearing makeup one side of their face is the spooky makeup and you can turn it around and it's sort of makeup's been wiped off as their normal face. But the ones that's a mask, you know, that just comes off. Uh, really cool. I think one of the nicest touches I've seen in this line would be the, the ghost, uh, the, the, the clown ghost. Hold on. I need another drink of, Hey, one second. <coughs> Curses. Wow. I had to cough just like that. I took a, hang on. Mm, mm, mm. Hawaiian punch. I took a sinus congestion pill about 30 minutes ago because it's like the beginning of March. You know, it's still winter. You're going to be sinus congested. Usually I, I get like the flu at least by the end of January or sometime in February, like just a good half week usually kind of kicks in around Wednesday. Uh, I kind of tough it out at work. Fortunately, you know, most of my people in my department don't work at night when I do. So I'm there by myself. So I just kind of coat the whole place in Lysol so nobody gets sick, you know, and I just kind of tough it out that day or two and then spend the rest of the weekend in bed, like 50,000 kinds of cold medicine and I, and I'm good by Monday. Uh, I haven't done that this year. So I'm lucky. Fortunately, while there's a pandemic, terrible sickness going around, I haven't had that problem. So lucky me, because I don't want to be the person coughing and sneezing and everyone's staring at me like, him yeah no no not me i uh, of note the other day the wife and i were at walmart buying groceries and my mother recently had oral surgery she had uh some work done on her teeth you know she had a 
uh, some implants done. And while they're healing, she's advised to wear those, uh, those masks over her face, you know, when she goes out and of course she feels self-conscious. So she doesn't go out unless she absolutely needs to. And she was having a problem finding them because of this virus thing. So we were like, well, we'll look for some for you while we're there and thinking, you know, we probably should get some too. I mean, this is going on, you know, and you know, they were out and I was thinking to myself, you know, it's kind of funny. Mom was talking about how people look at her like she's crazy or something wearing this thing in public. And I'm thinking, yeah, when you see someone wearing these things, you're kind of like, uh, I don't know, you know, are, are they robbing the store? And, you know, I, there's like convenience stores near me. They'll, they'll tell you walking in, take, you know, it, it's like six in the morning, 20 degrees out. People have their hoodies over their head. Hey, take your hood off, you know, or can't have anything covering your face, like the ski masks or whatever. And those little sick masks, you know, they're, what do they do in that situation? Do they go, hey, you need to take that off? Or are they like, oh, what do I say here? You know, I, I kind of wonder. You know, some countries like Japan or whatever, it's really commonplace to wear those things uh, during winter just because it's, it's, it's in the culture of avoiding getting sick. You know, wear these things in public when you're on the train or whatever. Here, you look like you're about to rob a store because, well, People generally tend to cover their faces when they rob a store. So I got to wonder, how's that work out? Wow, I'm not talking about Scooby-Doo. I'm talking about Scooby-Doo, y'all. Not sick masks. But if you guys, don't worry. Cover your face. You got to be careful. Wash your hands. Take a bath. You know, get get some emergency or something. Do what you got to do. Get them immunities up. Get those cleans up. We don't want non-coronavirus. At most, maybe a white claw virus. Something, something light, you know, but the clown ghost has, he's creepy. He he makes people uncomfortable and he's got a spooky balloon. He carries because the clown's going to have a balloon, a certain famous one carries balloons, you know, and the balloon is plastic. It's a hard plastic red balloon with a scary face paint out like he drew it on it, you know? And for, for his string, it's a thin piece of plastic string. He can hold it in his hand and you start the end, other end of the balloon. The plastic is just firm enough that it holds it up like the balloon would be floating. But it's just thin enough and the balloon is just heavy enough that it makes it sag. So that it's just got a little helium in it and it's just kind of floating creepily like it's not exactly floating all the way. And, and I got two of this guy. By... By misadventure, hey, it's one of the subjects of my site. By misadventure, I ended up with two of them, and both of them hold that balloon different each way. You know, it is kind of it's perfect. It's like wow, that's really cool. You want to write, you want to write NECA, you want to write NECA an email, say, hey, you guys make a Pennywise, check out what Playmobil did that you didn't, because that's how you make a creepy floating balloon, y'all. But it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um. Getting to it, this past weekend, you know, I was at Walmart um, because in America you go to Walmart every weekend. <laughs> I was at Walmart and I got Captain Cutler, like I just said. I found I did not find any more any more uh, meshes of the WWE universe. So far, I'm complete with all of Series One. Series Two hasn't shown up at my local stores yet. Uh, I, I even bought Triple H that I went on for a little bit last week because. 
getting them all, dude. And, and um, so far, I'm complete on it. I'm almost think I'm almost tempted to buy another Gray Skull ring because the version of the Gray Skull ring I got is in Gray Skull Mania, and the one the non gift set version of it is sold separately. And I wonder if there's any differences. There probably isn't. It'll probably make my wife roll her eyes and sign like, "You don't need another ring," but it's tempting, you know. Didn't find uh, any of those. I did. I did find the cool Air Raider by He Man Hot Wheel toy that I've been really looking for. It's just this great little diecast version of the Air Raider. I've been really want, looking for that the past few weeks. So I was glad to finally find it. But I did find something. You know, no, no new Earthrise yet. Earthrise hasn't shown in my neck of the woods yet. I do know by sources that it has uh, showed up some places in Georgia. That's how it is at the beginning of the line. You know. It's going to take a minute. I, I, I figure by the end of the month, just in time for my birthday, y'all, um, I'll be finding Earthrise. But I did find, and I'm going somewhere with this, I did find a new Cyberverse toys. Uh, someone had hit them, someone had hit them hard, but I did get the cool new Starscream that turns into the uh, his Cybertronian form that looks a lot like the Vic Viper. That's really rad. That's really awesome. And I also got Hammer Strike, one I've been super excited to get ever since that sneak peek of the guys a few weeks ago came out. Hammer Strike is a new character, by all means. I don't remember offhand if it's a reuse of a name. It might be. I kind of kind of blanking on that at the moment. You know, I, I you know, when you have a life and you're and have a job, sometimes odd fictional character names slip your mind. Um, yeah, that's how it works. You know, I've been really looking forward to getting him. You know, it's, it's a new character by all shapes and things, but he looks great. He has that cool, old-school, super robot look. He turns into a hammerhead shark. You know, it's some people make the anytime, – anytime you got an animal transformer, people, a lot of people go, oh, Beast Wars. But, you know, it's not really – maybe Beast Machines at the most. He has more in line with, say, a Captain Shark from Brave or – that era, um, maybe late G1 of the boxiness, you know, I would say maybe Beast Machines is a close because those, 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 they had more mechanical looking beasts, beast modes. He's got like that going. He has more of a mechanical looking beast mode. Well, I would absolutely celebrate, cry, sing in the streets, holler like the ain't nobody ain't trying to wake up about if Beast Wars returned. I'm being, being realistic here. He's not very beast worthy. He's more super robot. He turns into an animal. -y. But it's all good. I've been wanting him. I've been looking forward to him. And I got him, y'all. Um, I wish he had a trident. That's one thing I'm complaining about. And it's not really a complaint because it's not fair of a complaint. Cyberverse toys, yeah, they don't really have a lot of accessories. You know, they just don't. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. You know, I just bought Warrior. Cyberverse Warriors for me are $11 at my local Walmart. On the occasion, I buy one at Target. They cost a few dollars more. I get them at Walmart for $11. For $11, this is what I'm getting in the package, you know. I could do the same thing other guys do. You know, man, I remember when I used to get these guys for $9 and it came with 50 guns. No one cares. You know, it is what it is. Time moves on. Um, a Cyberverse Warrior, I get them at for $11 at Walmart. And I'm happy with what I get for $11. He doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have any accessories. 
you know, his play feature, I guess, falls in in the place of uh, of a, a weapon. You know, maybe if he didn't have a play feature, they could stick a gun or something in there. This I do not know. I don't work in the toy business. Most people with toy blogs or toy sites or toy podcasts don't work in the toy business. Um, I don't. I work. <laughs> Some of those guys don't. Um, so I don't. I don't know. You know, what I'm saying I don't, I'm not an expert on the subject. Um. So I don't know what goes in and out of it other than what they tell me. And so far, if they've told me anything on this, I I, I missed it. <laughs> Once again, you know, when you're an adult and you have work and family and all that, little things pass you by sometimes. But love this guy. Wish he would have came with a trident of sorts because that would be absolutely perfect. In his robot mode, he has like a crown like a three-pronged crown, and I just couldn't help thinking a trident would be perfect. And that leads me, after a whole bunch of side streets and sidesteps, what I wanted to talk about this episode. And that would be the Alpha and Omega Spears. Um, pardon me, that was a sniff. That was gross. My mistake. I was reminded of the Alpha and Omega Spears wishing he had a trident because I could see a cool clear blue, maybe like a light clear blue trident being held by this fellow. And that made me think of the light blue clear Alpha Spear. For those who don't know, the Alpha and Omega Spears was an exclusive Hasbro had at OTFCC 2004. It's ironic I'm talking about OTFCC 04. Last month was before really any news about the new version of BotCon came out, and I spoke a little bit before that. Shortly after I uploaded, more information was brought up. You know, not to spend too it feels like a year ago. It was a month ago. Um, BotCon's back. It's back to its roots of being an unofficial fan convention. Um, let's, let's turn back time here for those of you who may be too young or those of you just kind of weren't on the wagon just yet or whatever. BotCon started off by John and Carl Hartman in 1994, celebrating Transformers, the first Transformers convention. By pure luck, after writing a letter, they got Hasbro's endorsement. Hasbro basically did a little presentation of new toys coming and worked with the guys to have a exclusive toy. The following year, Raksha did uh, 95 same idea. I think Hasbro didn't turn out for, yeah, I don't think Hasbro turned out for a panel that year, but they did provide an exclusive. Following year, Men in Black did it. Same thing. By 97, Carl, Carl and John formed 3H with uh, Glenn Hallett, and they did BotCon every year till 2002. And BotCon being a fan convention with Hasbro endorsement. Hasbro would come, set up a booth, and put on a presentation of upcoming toys and with a deal worked out with the three, it was known as three at a time. The, the two Hartman's and Hallett would produce an exclusive toy, you know, produced by Hasbro. Good stuff. You know, uh, the world changes, you know, times change the way businesses work change. This became, um, more and more of a, like Glenn wanted to have a, a an official fan club and make the con an official thing and things changed or whatever. And by 2002 BotCon was the official transformers convention. We had the official, it was a license now and he was making the convention and, all, and the, the fan club and all. And not long after uh, part two happened there, 
the two, the, the, the Hartmans and Glenn split. They took the name BotCon with them and Glenn continued on making, uh, the conventions. It was in the same model as BotCon, but it was no longer called BotCon. Um, he just basically called it the official Transformers Collectors Convention and for the fan club, the official Transformers Collectors Club, OTFCC. By 04, uh, there was another BotCon, uh, the brothers skipped 03 because I guess just the timing of the whole thing. Um, they were there at OTFCC too, so whatevs. But they threw their own BotCon in 04, about a good month or two before OTFCC. Uh, it was unofficial. And after OTSCC 04 came and went, Hasbro had pulled the license from 3H. There's a whole lot of backstory there. I'm just kind of you guys the Cliff Notes version. And that's when uh, FunPub came in. And FunPub basically ran an official Transformers convention fully in a, in business with Hasbro with the, the pros and cons of having an official license, uh, assorted with it up until 2016 when they went away. Um, you know, whatever reasonings, there's a million, million ones. There's a lot of people who know everything somehow. There's a lot of people that don't, it is what it is. You can Google it. It's all over the place. And now here it is years later, a few years later, for 2021, Carl Hartman with some partners is bringing back BotCon as an unofficial fan convention. I welcome it going back to its roots, but I will not pretend that I didn't enjoy the official stuff. There's something nice about official entity uh, recognizes the fans in that way. Of course, things change, time change. It makes more sense for Hasbro to be doing the San Diego Comic Con presentations and stuff like they're doing now. I guess it makes more sense for a large company like that, as opposed to the older days where it was under a thousand people there, you know, that sort of thing. But OTFCC 04 was the 2004 official Transformers Collectors Convention and Hasbro's presence, of course, there because it was official. And part of the things they would do is they had these ske uh, schedules, goodness, um, questionnaires you could fill out surveys it had two different ones and for this year you filled out one and they gave you the alpha uh, alpha spear and you fill out the other one you got the omega spear they'd like stamp your uh, badge so they know you already did it because there's only one per attendee the what this was was energon transformers energon was going on at the time and you're the gimmick Energon was a very gimmick heavy line. You had almost all of the Autobots, like 99% of the Autobots combined with each other. Uh, they could either be the top or the bottom of a combiner like Landcross. Uh, the Decepticons, all, their gimmicks was a hyper like attack mode, that sort of thing. And then you had uh, the basics. I think this is when they got... No, they're still called basics at this time. This was right in, Cy in Cybertron. They were renamed scouts, the smaller size class. They came with now all the, all the, all the toys came with clear weapons, clear guns, clear swords, you know, colored uh, appropriately to Autobots or Decepticons. Well, the smaller ones were packing the heat. You know, they had, they had different weapon sets and all. And the idea is you could uh, come combine the parts of the weapons to make bigger weapons, smaller weapons, whatever. Well, Skyblast, uh, who's one of the Autobot ones, I think they're called Omnicons. I'm kind of blanking a little bit on that right now. It's almost 20 years ago. Give me a break, guys. Um, he had a spear that could also be turned into a gun. And in his jet mode, 
like the little spear pieces would attach to the wings and the spear thing would attach on would make like, you know, a gun or whatever. Cool stuff. Um, that spear was used in this, uh, in light. It was released as a kind of like a light blue or translucent. It was clear see-through plastic. Um, it was like a, a light blue for the alpha spear, clearly meant to be the good guy's spear. Um, the Omega spear was using that same mold in a purple, clearly intended to be a bad guy spear. Most people decked out their con exclusives with these spears. Other people, you know, gave them to guys who they felt needed a weapon. It was a cool little thing. It was a cool kind of thing um, that you wanted from official involvement in a convention of like this, you know, just the right thing, you know, while I'm not going to lie and say, I didn't enjoy the rubber made container of exclusives each year that were put out by fun pub. I will also say it was kind of expensive and kind of prohibitively. So for a lot of people, um, overlooking any drama guys, I'm just talking about straight up stuff. Um, but when it first started out, it was smaller, you know, even when fun pub came out, it wasn't, it was a, it was a good bit of stuff, but it wasn't so much, you know, but like, and the three H stuff here, it was small scale, you know, you had a couple exclusives, the con whatever. And this was the first time Hasbro really offered anything to us aside from having little handouts, like little flyers or whatever. And this was cool. This is the kind of thing that just was just the right size. You know what I'm saying? Like the following year, they gave everybody a legends that came out and they gave everyone a, they're called legions. Now a ramjet. And yet I think they stamped your hand or whatever. And you got a little ramjet, you know, a little freebie thing like that. That was perfect. You know, um, I would say I'd almost be happy if that was the exclusive, like just a little small thing when you paid your admission, you know, a little, you know, uh, here, here's a little Here's a little bumblebee in yellow colors or something. You know what I mean? Just something basic. I'd be perfectly happy with it. I can't speak for everyone. Some people want a brand new mold masterpiece. They don't understand why Hasbro doesn't do this in the gone. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be over the top for me. Something simple for me sometimes goes a long way. And those spears, show enough did. You know, it really kind of fit the bill. The Hold on one second. <coughs> Pardon me. He snuck in. Seasonal allergies, everybody. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> Don't let the door show you on the way you on the way out. And um even though Sentinel Maximus, the good guy exclusive for OTSCC 04 was late and some people didn't get there. Sorry, dudes. I got mine. It was a couple of months later, you got them by mail. But kind of fit the bill of, you know, you had uh Black Zarek, who was the bad guy. And then you had Sentinel Maximus, who was a good guy. And then he had a good guy and bad guy, the spears that they could all wield. It kind of fit the bill a little bit, you know, like one was the good guy. One was the bad guy. End of the road, son. Nah, brah. You know, Doug, the bounty hunter, Doug, the bounty hunter, man, that'd be a good show. He'd just be like, Hey guys, you know, you need to pay that parking ticket. Come on me, man. Come on. It's okay. I'll take care of you. What one high C? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Anyway, it was a cool little set. I definitely would like more things like that, though you know, the time's passed. It, it is what it is. It's 2020. You know, it's not 2004 any longer. You know, I'm not in my early mid 20s. I'm, 
in my early forties, you know, time's passed. Um, it is what it is, but man, I could really go for stuff like that and picking up hammer strike, man, he could go for a cool, clear blue trident. Hey, shapeways dudes make some tridents and only charge like $5 for it, man. Some of those things are a little like, Hey, I'm gonna go to shapeway store. I'm gonna get a sword $50. Give him a Lego gun. Anyway, I think I'm going to pull this on out. I am, I think I've went on for a few minutes here. I've kind of, I'm not, not even going to, not even going to lie to you guys. I was kind of having a hard time knowing what to talk about this month. That's probably why I talked about everything else while delivering the few subjects I had. You know, Toylana is here in two weeks. I'm excited. My birthday is at the end of the month. I keep forgetting. I, be, I keep getting told by my wife and my mother to come up with things I'd like to do. And I'm like, sit in my shorts and watch tales from the dark side reruns. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that works out, but hope everyone coming to toy Lanta has a good time. I hope people who don't go to toy Lanta and do something else. Hope you guys have a good time too. Um, I'm gonna get out of here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got a cough for five hours, I guess, cause it decided to act up at the end of the recording and then do a handful of things here around the house. But I want to thank, first and foremost, each and every one of you for listening. Transform Squadron is a podcast by zonebase.org. That's too many words, but it still remains the same. And that website, zonebase.org, can be found at <coughs> www.zonebase.org. It's a site about robots. It's about monsters. It's about misadventure. It wishes it was Halloween all year long. Summer's coming. Some, 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 summer's coming. And it's a little spooky the rest of the year anyway. But if you could please check it all out at zonebase.org. Or you can also find me on Instagram at, that's that little swirly, a Robo Rob Springer. Now this podcast you're listening to right now can be found at tfradio.net. And that, that, that's our, that's our, that's our network that we're hosted on. And you can find us, man, you can find us there with all the other shows and showtimes, which you can check out at tfrao.net for those shows and showtimes. And since we're talking about tfrao.net, Brian Kilby, proprietor of said network, would love it if you checked out the means and various ways to support the network. He might have something for you there. So thanks every single one of you for listening. I, going to just go do something so you guys have a good whatever it is you're going to do and i'll be back next month hopefully with my crap together so i can have a much more focused podcast thanks so much for listening bye-bye Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.